1: Bada
2: Halala Show season four
1: mix number 25. 25
2: staying alive. Welcome to the Halala Show, everybody. Hello,
1: everybody. Can I just say every mm. time I say the word 20 here, 20, 25, they don't understand it. Yeah. Like, 20. Yeah, 20. because of because I guess in British in like the British accent, it's 20. 25. So, and that's my cue by saying. Um, Yes, I'm here in the UK and JC is in the Philippines, but we're still recording the Halo Halo show Mm -hmm. and welcome to the podcast. Um, This is a show where we talk about everything and anything under the sun. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And for
2: all the new Leche fans out there, if it's your first time listening, uh, welcome to the show. And we do have a little bit of structure, although we talk about pretty much anything here. Uh, we start with our lives. It's called Where You Been. Yeah, we love puns here because we're punny. Where <laughs> You Been, uh, where we talk about our lives, what's going on in the Philippines, uh, for me and, uh, and in U- the UK for Rika. And I know she's got a lot to talk about, about, uh, tour de france i saw that on your instagram oh my god
1: i'm obsessed it is like my brain is 90 percent, probably 90% tour de france right okay. now <laughs> like, i've subscribed to every instagram um profile their website uh-huh. their newsletter whatever uh-huh. oh my god anyway. right.
2: <laughs> we'll find out about that in a bit but also we have our tts our trending topics for today what are we uh, discussing uh what's on the agenda
1: um okay so this week is actually pretty um heavy. So we are talking about issues on the SB19 music royalties mm-hmm. that's been happening and then we are also talking about Conquest 2023. Um can I just say that this is not in order? Yes. Sure. <laughs> <And> sure. <also laughs> surely, surely, surely. And then uh, um we are also talking about another thing that I don't have here. Oh right, it's this issue about Um, this, um, financial company, yes, financial Mm -hmm. advisors and this insurance company that's been blowing up on Facebook. And we are going to talk about that again, not in order, (laughs) but if you want to
2: know the order, we have it in the episode description. It'll be there with timestamps in case you want to just skip straight ahead. If you don't care about our lives, but you should care because Rika is going to start and she's going to (sighs) tell us all about the tour de France and why you're so into it. Why? I know you've been into biking. But why now? Because you tell us why now? Okay,
1: here's the thing. Okay, I've been into biking and cycling um, for probably two years now. But casually, I do. I mean, like, I feel like the Tour de France is um, this. It's a household name. You know, it exists. I didn't know what goes on in it. So there is this eight part documentary that went out on Netflix. So please watch it. It's called Tour de France uh, Unchained. Oh. But um, yeah, so it's an eight that's, cart. That's cool. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> cool not, you unchained. don't want to. <laughs> I feel like when you're biking, you don't want yourself to be unchained because yeah, yeah. you want your chain to be okay. <laughs> right. But this week, probably ninety percent of what I'm thinking, what's in my brain, is probably too different. So I'm gonna, I'm going to start with that for my um for my Where You Been. So I started probably three days ago and we finished it, Ryan and I, because Ryan is into more into biking than me and he knows more about the Tour de France and everything. So when we started watching it, it was just like, it's destiny. I was destined to be obsessed with the Tour de France. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so the documentary was shot, I think in the 2022 tour. So that was last year and people were wearing like masks and everything. So but I figured, ah, okay, so last year, Um, It was really, um, the start was just so exciting. The first probably two episodes. But every episode for me is just, there is something for you to be excited about. But here's the thing. here's, Here's one thing that I feel like people will probably be kind of like turned off or hindi naman pero parang medyo turned off na rin the amount of characters playing in the you know what I mean in the story cause okay. in the whole documentary Every episode, there would be a storyline, you know, like what you say in basketball. But there are different storylines in the NBA, yeah, right? So it's a drama. That's where drama happens. Is. That's
2: what the tagline is for NBA on TNT. That's where drama happens. It
1: is. Exactly. So it's more like they're talking about who's injured, you know, like if they're thinking if this um, athlete can actually win this stage. And it is just like every episode for me was just so exciting and i think it's it's worth the watch i don't know if you know if you're not into cycling or the tour or any any of those i don't know if you would be excited about it but i don't know something just clicked in my brain and you know me i don't watch new anything <laughs> yeah yeah true anything new <laughs> I, know I don't well. <laughs> and it's been such it's been such a long time since i last you know got excited about a show Didn't i think the last something. time would be modern Fa- or brooklyn 99 probably mm-hmm. but this is even a different thing because this is a documentary series yeah so it's pretty interesting i don't know how to explain to you like i i won't get into detail because honestly for me i don't even understand the whole of it but anyway the tour de france is a 21 day bike race and if you guys watch the episode may yun na parang damn these people this isn't just a normal bike race as in like yung mga ahon nila and you know you've been biking before right yeah like Remember all the times na parang medyo aahon ka and then you would be like, oh no, I'm out of breath. Right. You know, multiply that by a thousand. And that's what these people go through every single day. And they even say in the documentary that, you know, for you to be a pro cyclist, you need to love suffering because it is. It is suffering. <laughs> when, <laughs> uh, it's it just is like suffering.
2: triathletes too. And I see triathletes. Exactly. That is not fun. E-
1: exactly not and funny. you know what you know what I realized um whenever I do watch these um extreme sports because I feel like this is something extreme for me like the Tour de France cause oh, yung grabe sure. talaga yung roots, yung roots nila. it's not just like the flats that you see it's like a-ahon talaga sila. like the elevation is unreal it is insane and um and remember like they do it on a bike just mm-hmm. a bike mm-hmm. so <laughs> um just remember that but whenever I do watch these videos of um, extreme athletes. mo realized that these sports, they're like 90% psychology. I every part of your body, when you're already suffering, would tell you to stop. But these people don't.
2: Yeah. I Anong mean, Muhammad Ali quote, like he says I mean like he only counts the the reps when it hurts because those are the ones that count. Like Oh I, yeah, I stop when the reps hurt. <laughs> you know, when the reps exactly. hurt, I'm done. Like something starts to <laughs> I'm hurt. taking my three minute, <laughs> two and a half minute uh, breather. You
1: know? <laughs> I know. Um, and if you're, and I think the most popular theme when it comes to pro cycling would be Lance Armstrong and doping, right? Yeah, and they sure. did kind of, they did kind of touch on that because there is this one, um, sports director or coach, one of the teams. Um, he was one of the teammates of Lance Armstrong when he got caught with mm, doping. And he doping. did say he did say outright in this documentary that, yeah, I was, you know, I was doping too, because everybody was. yeah. And just to level the playing field, but that's what everybody did. But his uh, team right now, their main advocacy is making doping uncool. So <laughs> when you're doing drugs, you're like, um, parang <laughs> Stay in school, don't do drugs, stay on your bike. But I mean it has always been uncool. You know, I want to go on the record that I never thought <laughs> drugs are cool. Okay. But um that's union advocacy na ayon. Um right. so I think that's like a really nice storyline as well. Um so yeah, I don't I can't say that I totally understand the Tour de France as of now because honestly one of the one of the things that I don't understand and they discuss this all the time in this documentary is when they say that Parang babanat ka too early. You know, mm. you put the gas on, you put the pedal on the gas? Or the other Petal way on, the, the gas metal. on the pedal? <laughs> you put the-, the pedal on the metal Pedal on the metal too maybe. early, <laughs> too early, too fast. Wow. And I think, I can't understand that concept. Kasi parang, when you put the pedal on the metal, hindi ba parang dapat tuloy-tuloy na yun? Yeah, But then that, you realize, but, but then you realize, these people have been um, cycling, um, yung these hard routes every single day for 21 days. So at one point, papa talaga sila, even mm-hmm. if they say that they're like a really good cyclist. So it's just for me, I think, um, I don't know if I can say that this is such a good, um, documentary, but I truly, truly enjoyed it. And right now I have subscribed to all of the newsletters, I am updated with the Tour de France. <laughs> the newsletters
2: to the email goes to your emails.
1: emails. Emails, bro.
2: Those I, are the ones that I unsubscribe bro. to. I know. You know, at the bottom of the email, my unsubscribe link. <laughs> so you subscribe to the newsletter for the Tour de France.
1: I I, I did the other other okay way around, bro. Um, <laughs> but I now know where to go, where to watch, and update myself when the Tour de France is happening because it's happening on July i believe I and that's see. 21 days and we'll see if the same people that i saw on the um Doc. on the documentary would be um joining this year so we'll see because i have some you know i have some bets right. this year and actually, me and Ryan, we were like, "You, we should um, bet on different teams, and we want to see like who wins the most yeah. stages and, mm. and stuff like that." Yaling. So just remember, just remember. I think the the most parang amazing thing for me, the concept of Tour de France is is biking for twenty one days, twenty one days silang mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. mo, and they only have a few hours to recover. And actually, mo you know ba? Yung every time they show those scenes, this isn't a spoiler, but every time they show those scenes, na they have a deep tissue massage. You know how like athletes have those? Yes. Yung parang sariling nang piti. Mm. Di parang sarap. I know. Di parang gusto ko din. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Before, I've actually had a like a sports deep tissue massage, and it's actually not that enjoyable. Yeah. But yeah, it, imagine may onting pain din. It's yeah, it painful. is painful. Dun sa
2: piti ko may yeah. ya, no? I mean, mo tay, but it's not, bro. Like they, they, <laughs> they make know. you uh, they hurt. They don't
1: have those candles. No, no,
2: no, uh, no aromatherapy. They're Wala. they're literally Wala. digging in there to get like all the tight tissue and shit around the muscles that yeah. uh you know, to yeah. if you have any for me, cause I have a lot of like I'm super inflexible. So when mm-hmm. they but, and tawag, actually tawag sa sapitico ko bugbugan. So I mean that literally, that's what it's called. <laughs> bugbugan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. That's what they call it. So yeah, I, I oh, get what you mean. It it looks great because you see yeah. the muscles being relaxed, but that shit is not Fun.
1: Yeah. yeah, dude. Alam mo ganen ako obsessed with these pro cyclists. I've already followed them on Instagram. I've followed their spouses on Instagram, and <laughs> I know what their kid looks like. The wags,
2: the wags of <laughs> the wags. Uh, no. cyclists. Wow. Okay.
1: Actually, you can. They they're also shown in the documentary.
2: documentary. I get I say
1: obviously when you're a, when you're a pro athlete and you have a family, they play a big part. In your life as an athlete Because you also leave them behind And then they're your support system And then when you're down they're there for you So it's such a good story For me so I truly Recommend Tour de France Unchained on Netflix please watch It and um, I don't even know what to tell you About my week because that just (laughs) Took up uh? most of my week But here's the thing okay Um, I've always been to cycling I did bring my bike here In the UK and it's a vintage Um, It's a vintage bike, road bike. Um, But I did want like a proper road bike. I do know that it's still a proper road bike, but I have. But um, I did buy yesterday. (laughs) Wow, because of the show? Not really. It's just because I've always wanted a road bike. And this is like the dream, my dream bike. As in, mind blown talaga. The way I was so, it was so easy to decide Na parang let's let's buy let's go nice. and i think you know this documentary for pushing me to buy my dream bike <laughs> but <laughs> but my sponsor tayo next
2: week diba right? so <laughs> yes yes
1: thank you <laughs> no but yeah um so i bought a bike yesterday it was really nice it's a specialized bike and it's the color is so nice. What it's is it? green. Mm. It's green and gold, but the, the kind of green, a royal green. Yung parang gano, yung deep green. Mm. Um and then um when we were on our way home, because you can take it on the train. Me and Ryan, we were on the way home. somebody I know he ruined it because he said actually parang mo kong poison yung paint mo. <laughs> like, what? Okay, okay what? I'm like, oh man, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm super excited. So after this recording, I'm just gonna eat breakfast and we're gonna go biking. Oh. And I'm gonna try on cleats, dude. I mean, I know that I've I've tried cleats before on an indoor bike, but it's totally different because this this time around, when you're wearing cleats, those shoes that attaches to the pedals. Um, you can literally forget to unclip yourself and you can mm. fall.
2: Yeah. If you, if you get hit. Ma- you're one. You're,
1: a- <laughs> you're one with one- the bike. You're like an you're
2: one <laughs> being,
1: yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, I I I just want to recommend that documentary. And then what else happened? Boring, boring, boring. week. Oh, but you know what? The <laughs> way that- you
2: talk about Tour de France, right? We you actually yeah. mentioned it during like the five seconds of pre-prod we have for the free Zoom that we use, is that a lot of people got into formula one because of a Netflix yeah. show, but the thing is a lot of my friends weren't into formula one so the way that you then they're super into it now and they follow all the drivers and whatnot so maybe you don't i don't think you have to be into biking probably to get into this exactly yeah, yeah, yeah and i think i think tour de france or and they probably partnered with netflix i'm guessing if it was really run by i them. think the
1: same I think it's the same creators of the Formula One documentaries um, on Netflix. Because Formula
2: One was like a dying brand before the Netflix Mm. show came. Because, you know, people didn't really know much about it. And then the only thing I knew about Tour de France was Lance Armstrong. But then because of the whole doping thing, you know, he kind of got wiped from the record books. So maybe Tour de France, they needed a boost of, uh, you know, uh, I guess marketing in a sense. So this probably yeah. is their way to to capture new fans. Like Dude, literally, there's so many young kids now that know F1. Like they,
1: I know, it's so crazy. It's, so
2: Tour de France might great. be like that for them.
1: And I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait to have money. <laughs> I can't wait to have a job. Like I said, me and Ryan were like, you know what? We should book a trip to France one of these years to watch the Tour de France, like in one of the stages, because yeah. I think it's like. I think it's like unreal to be there to see them. But then again, I saw this one TikTok that kind of like mocks your experience of watching the tour because um you wait there for six hours, they pass by you for two minutes, and then you're done. Obviously, you're just gonna see them pass by. But grabe seeing the Peloton, um, if you guys don't know what that is, it's like that group of writers that you see in a race, na parang, there's a there's a reason behind why they're bu- all bunched up. Parang they're protecting themselves from the wind and everything, wind resistance and everything. But to see a peloton like move, it is just unreal. Hindi, hindi ka ma- makakapaniwala kung paano sila like nag ng ganun for like mm. a long distance. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Um, kasi recently we watched Ride London. Um, live here in London. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. So it's a bike race. It's a bike race. Tapos namin yung peloton. And for me, that's my first time seeing that live in front of me, and I'm like, wow, that's amazing. That's what's amazing about it is um when we watch Ride London, we got to watch the female um riders. So mm. parang inspire ako na parang, oh, that cool <laughs> because honestly they look cool. Magkano
2: entry level peloton sa pesos?
1: You mean entry level bike?
2: Oh, I guess entry level bike. But the yeah. Peloton's the one you um, want, right? Like in the... No, no,
1: no. The the Peloton is the, it's I think it's, it's I think brand, it's also right? a brand. Yeah. It's I mean, a brand. But the Peloton actually when it comes to races, it's the it's the that bunch of bikers that you see.
2: Ah gets gets, that's what you call it. All right? the
1: Peloton. Okay? Oh, okay. But it is also a brand. So right now it's a brand. Um it is it's indoor bikes. Yeah yeah. Yun yung so, indoor ko, yeah. Bikes, I, I yun.
2: thought I thought it was a yeah. okay, I get but it. But it. it.
1: if you look it up, the peloton, it's a term, it's a term that they use um in cycling. Na yun yung parang group of riders that Nakabunch. see. oh, yeah, a I know yun. man. I yes, know that. yes. Okay, gets, gets. So, hmm. get, mo So na parang oh, somebody broke away from the peloton meaning, you know, kasi nila manalo. Mm-hmm. They want to go ahead. Yeah. Nice, but nice. at the same time, it's also not a good idea to break away from the Pelton sometimes because you get all the wind resistance. Mm-hmm. So, I don't
2: but know. Animing army. mean, you know that army when they carry their shields? I mean, I know it's different, but like it's the same kind of concept. Yeah. It's a tactical, <laughs> <laughs> same kind of- yeah, a exactly. tactical move. Yeah. So okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Interesting, man. So,
1: anyway, um, that's my life and it's been super exciting. But one thing that I also want to discuss is. Uh, My work placement. So it happened again this week. We have a one day work placement um, with a company, with a company that I really want to work for. DBH. Yeah. So, medjo, I'm stepping up my game. So, I had a meeting again with my mentor. And, um, cause, um, if you guys don't know what I study here in the UK is actually audio documentaries, which means, you know, I, you know, I study how to make a documentary, but in audio form, but it can all, it can definitely, I feel like it can be, um, transferred to like visual documentaries. But anyway it's been also really nice to kind of have that work placement slash internship with the documentary in mind, just watching um this documentary about the Tour de France. As in, I told you, it's a bit take over takeover of my But I had that mindset while watching the documentary, thinking that, you know, sometimes when you watch a documentary, you don't really get to analyze it because you enjoy the whole film, mm-hmm. right? But mm-hmm. na- ako sa the scenes na parang they show you this scene Worth like 40 seconds. But that interview was probably an hour.
2: Yeah, for sure. Dang, for
1: sure. yun yung di mo realize <laughs> na parang. It's a film, but it's 40 seconds. And then this is what I told my mentor. I was like, that's going to be my life. I'm going to be recording for an hour with this person, mm-hmm. but apparently I'm just going to use 20 seconds of yeah, y- their y- life. Mga
2: clickbaity. You should know, say some yeah, Netflix kasi, docs. Ganun, they, they put in all those. Yeah. Shock value uh, statement. This you
1: just want them to say one thing. Mm-hmm. You want them to mm-hmm. say, "Na you know, I've been waiting for this my whole life." That that line. But yeah. for you to get there, you need to kind of like talk them up about right. it. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> or saw
2: drugs na lang ako di Maria, so <laughs> Exactly. I, mean, I should have taken exactly. more drugs. That would be exactly.
1: <laughs> um, so. It was also very enjoyable for me to watch uh, this documentary and the recent documentary that I just watched, which is about, again, cycling. Remember, did I tell you about that? The documentary I watched
2: uh, I about doping. You did. Yes, you did. And then yeah. you, you said like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember you were talking about like you were thinking of like what it would it feel occurs. like to push that. Yeah, to push that in <laughs> exactly. uh, Russian team, not the Russian yes. uh, team. Yeah, I remember you talked about that.
1: Yeah. So the film is called Icarus. It's also a documentary about (laughs) cycling and doping. (laughs) So yeah, it was just for me, in that mindset, in that headspace of making a documentary myself. But I kind of also took notes a little bit. So Mm. if you guys have, um, if you guys have thoughts about it or kind of have experience in making a documentary, I honestly, honestly want to hear about it. So yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm still, I'm still in that mindset. So I think I'm going to, I'm going to fin Finn on that because I feel like I can go on and on and on. Yeah. Um. And if something comes up, maybe in the middle, I'll just update. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Finn.
2: Uh, you know, speaking of F1, right? Uh, one of our listeners who is also only 18 years old, her name is Bea. Wow. She's a big fan of Formula One. I know this because I hosted her debut. A uh, oh. couple days ago, yeah, we have Gen Z fans, we have Gen Z listeners. Wow, no way, for no way, man, dude. for real, for real? Yeah, dude, she even messaged me after I said I can't wait to hear about your where you been. Oh my god, okay, <laughs> dude, okay. shout out to Bea uh, her dad, uh, Daddy Francis, man, it was like such a cool, it was a cool, uh, it for me one of the actually probably the best designed debut, like in terms of the styling of the, of okay. The, Venue, man, it was really pretty, man. Like, such a cool place. It was in Palazzo Verde. the south, you know what I'm talking about? It looked like a, a Disney castle when you drive by it. Have you ever been there? Like, sa south? Is- Past Alabang. Parang MCX yung X. Yeah, yeah. What's yeah. yeah, so,
1: the the venue again?
2: Palazzo Verde, but I think I think, they might I think I've it. hosted there before. Yeah, I think I've
1: hosted there before. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they make really great designs for events. Yeah, it's, it's and even pretty. the place itself, deba.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Like yeah. the 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 place itself, it looks like there's there's multiple venue halls. There's also a coffee shop there. It's called like the Glass House. But it, mm-hmm. it looks like you're really entering a royal place. Like even I don't know if it was just because of the the debut that night, but there were like guys with ch- tr- trumpets. Looking, no. When when no. people would come in, no <laughs> yeah, man.
1: That would give me so much anxiety. Right <laughs> I'd be like in the middle of it, stop, stop, stop. <laughs>
2: Uh, and I have to say man that the devouso is really great uh and for me, I always uh tell people a uh, is only as fun as the the friends and the family that mm, really get into yeah. it, and yeah I don't know gen Z man they're easy to to get in you know they're easy to uh <laughs> they're easy to manipulate <laughs> to manipulate <laughs> And you know what I want to share in a good in a good way in a good way a way and I, and let, I want to let's share.
1: use the word influence okay they're <laughs> easy to influence
2: <laughs> okay uh, and I don't know because I, I think maybe uh, uh, Bea, the debutante, she might have been during mm-hmm. doing a costume change so oh yeah she was so because uh, we had to do stretch parts of the program and okay. I ran out of. Uh, games like because uh, I was provided two games by Bea and there, it was a long <laughs> list but the stretches were so long na naubusan na like we did this one game the last man standing whatever and it was it was a fun version because uh, since she wanted to get her friends into it yung mga tipong uh Please sit down if you are into red flags or something like that. You mga Gen Z stuff. You know what I'm talking about? Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, like if you're down bad for someone. So yung mga boomers sa sides. yun?
1: Para um, I'm just going to sit down. Right. I'm down now. <laughs>
2: uh, but so I ran out of all the like, mga 40 plus yun. And I ran out. So I started make. I had to come up with other stuff to stretch. And I don't know, like I could tell, like mejumahugot yung mga friends nga. And I okay. literally, for because I had GCs to give out. I was like, does anyone uh-huh. want to share a breakup message? I don't know why. Bak- <laughs> <laughs> and dude, like five of them raised their hands.
0: Like really? Dude,
2: let me read this you know, thing for the whole audience for some GCs. Mm. I mean, I don't know. I would never do that. So it was just, I don't know, maybe it's just the Gen Z thing now, but they're really yeah. open about, like, sharing everything.
1: Sharing, Yeah.
2: <laughs> but it, overall, it was a fun time. Uh, Bea might not know this, and I'm not, because I think the, the debut was a, overall a success, but I think mm-hmm. Bea will agree with me. There was this one part of the program, about Usungayin's <laughs> 18 Roses. Uh, they're slow dances, right? It's a tradition. But then... yeah. TikTok, right? TikTok dances is what I see in a lot of these debuts nowadays. So, yung mga friends nila, they they have a chore, they do the choreography to, you know, a viral TikTok song and yun na yung dance nila para sa 18 roses. But the prod team, besides the audio and the DJ guy who I work closely with, we were all on the same mm-hmm. page, but the prod team was, was not, it's, it was, ve- they were very, or, or their, okay. duo or amateur, okay. they did not prepare, man. As in, and I'm sure you, you mm. relate to me on this. Minsan, as a host, you dapat mag host eh. You're not, gonna, you're yeah, not supposed yeah, yeah. to Definitely. cue people or ask mm. them, like, tell mm-hmm. them, like, are these people ready? They should be the one telling yes. you. So even at the start of the program, my acknowledgement of parents and uh, family. So right. in this case, they wanted na lalabas yung family when I acknowledge them, like from the front doors. And I asked the coordinator before I went up to do my intro, Ready the Basilar, are you guys good to go? And I said, she said, yes. And then I said, is the debutante ready as well? And she said, yes. So of course, i do now. And then when I okay. said, please welcome the family of, and I mm. pointed to the door and I was waiting. Nobody came out. <laughs> and it was literally it took four minutes for them to come out. It was crazy. Oh it was so awkward. Oh and then the okay. TikTok dance naman, they didn't get the files. They were playing it from a Google Drive. So and Mahinang yeah. Internet. So yeah. cut out and and they had to cue the next song. It was, it was just not smooth, man. Oh no. So Yunlang for me was the only thing that was a little bit rough. But overall, right. man, I think and I think Bea would agree. Because oh, let me read the message real mm-hmm. quick because I want everyone to know that I am down with Gen Z. She said I, I can't wait for the new podcast, but also my guests are asking about you right now because you're so cool, Dow. So,
1: oh, I'm so you're cool. cool, bro. You're freaking cool. So, cool. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so that was uh, just for
1: the record, yeah. he is not cool. I am freaking no, just cool. Kidding. All right. <laughs> and, uh,
2: you know, I, I know I do a good job whenever after the hosting, like, without prompting like people will say yeah. like good job and i i felt I, mm-hmm. I i felt that mm-hmm. that night so i had a lot of fun bea thank you so much and thank you for being a lecha fan i forgot to i was gonna gift her a shirt a <laughs> shirt i completely oh. forgot i
1: forgot oh, man. And we can so, well, you can send you can
2: send yeah yeah i'll send it i'm just kidding next time i'll get it to you all right uh and the other thing so back to back so that was on tuesday yesterday rika g uh, I had a video shoot for SM Cyberzone for at a you. uh, YouTube like or a YouTuber. I don't know if gagu ni lang shorts, but uh tapan a tech series uh, for SM Cyberzone, and it was it was fun. It was fun. Uh, it lasted so long though because we had to wait for because meron parang ano may mga scheduling with the tech brands, okay. and we, they there was like a tawag nila, diba? KOL key opinion leader, mm-hmm. but it wasn't an influencer. It was more like Yung KOL ng brand, so who right, knew right. all yeah. the products and whatnot. So there parang my scheduling uh, issues. So there was, it was mostly me just waiting in the air-conditioned mm-hmm. room with the Starbucks that they gave me and some okay. and and Can't, Can't complain. Can't complain, man. Complain. Literally. Right? And, and, I, and they were apologizing <laughs> to me like, sorry, na, JC. I was like, man, I'm having a good time. I'm yeah. hanging out here, but it was, it was <laughs> fun, man. I was, uh, back in front of the camera. It's been a while since I've kind of done, well, I did something for that real estate thing that should be coming out mm-hmm. soon. Uh, but I guess I, I think the overall thing is like work is coming back, man. I know I've been saying that for the last few weeks, but dude, this whole week. Uh, I, so tomorrow I'm going to SM Marilao. I'm hosting for NLEX. Uh, yeah. For the Paw Patrol, which I did last year, last December. So I'm doing another series of that. Uh, no way, it,
1: Paw Patrol?
2: Yeah, man. Don't and,
1: come, I know. a character that you...
2: See, Rubble's you're... the only one I know, man. I'm sorry, man. Rubble, <laughs> Marshall, Sky, and something. <laughs> Dude, the
1: kids are so into Paw they, Patrol. They fucking love Paw Patrol. They love it. Those little As fuckers get so wild
2: over the, the mascots, it is, bro.
1: <laughs> it is a huge brand it's right big. now. I, I was so surprised toys. how big it was.
2: Yeah, man. It's a Nickelodeon wow. show in case you don't know what that is. It's it's huge. I I guess it's like their equivalent of any my my Teletubbies of our time maybe. Maybe we well, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know SpongeBob.
1: it's not a, it's Ay, like
2: it's like one of those yeah, Paw Patrol rude. is like one of those educational ano, cartoon shows.
1: Um, eh. ano nga ba 'yun yung uh yung Five. Wait.
2: Hi, high
1: five. Yung, hindi sila, Wait.
2: Na, or that
1: basta yung green green siya na superhero green no,
2: no, who's that bro Okay we're ah, si Captain, so si Captain Planet
1: You mean Captain Planet? the <laughs> <laughs> De-
2: De- 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 five din sila that's my superhero he's green De- 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 iba, ba, pa- para-
1: Green black and green yung colors as a superhero. Oh my god. Brother, I don't know
2: what you're talking about, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> we
2: just became <laughs> so
0: uncool all of a I know.
2: But anyway, I'm hosting for Paw Patrol. And then, dude, I book I, I book four weddings already. Like wow. for the later in the year. And then I have another like two next year already. So I'm yeah. just really I'm just really happy. That, uh, well, I'm happy that events are back, but I'm happy that I'm uh, hindi pao laos, man. People like me, man. People still yeah, find me, reach me. So, and, and plus,
1: it's not being laos just because you've been in the industry for a while. It's I, uh, me. It means that you're experienced. They, they can open. count on you. I dude, like that. Pag walang, dude, ako na sa inyo to people who are looking for an events host, pag biglang walang kuenta yung pro team JC can do it, but yeah, don't, don't do that, but you know, you can, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's, that's
2: pretty much my week as well, man, just busy, I mean, vo- uh, you know, like voiceover work has been coming in as well, so I'm really happy about that, and I'm investing, uh, that's what I guess the, to round off my worry being I'm gonna, I've already made up my mind, I, I'm budgeting it for, uh, I'm budgeting, budgeting for it already, I'm gonna buy the DJI Wireless uh ganda yes. but it's wow. it's uh, it's uh, roughly almost twenty k. It's like buying a new okay. camera, but mm. I, I really want it. I'm just doing my research. I was debating between the Rode wireless or the DJI, but uh, I work with the DJI with the real estate shoot, and it it's nice, mm. man. And, and lat na kasama sa, sa package eh. for the iPhone connector. If you want to connect. Oh na
1: dalawa na, ba dalawa na yun, no?
2: dalawang or, transmitter na it
1: it, no no, but the microphone.
2: Yeah, yeah, the lewen uh. Yeah. And then you can you have the option if you wanna buy your own lapel. But okay daw yung ane, the the standalone transmitter. It, it works really well. And it has a magnetic clip. So in case you wanna buy one too, Rikiki, I know that you're gonna be doing a lot of uh recording yeah. and stuff for your channel, for your YouTube, and for also for your your course. Maybe that might be something to look into. But anyway Actually Yeah, go ahead.
1: Speaking of mics, sorry, just to like, you know, dive mm. into it. Um mm. recently I we do have um, a whole department in our university where you can borrow all types of mics. Mm. So I'm super excited because I just rented out like a bunch of mics for me to try on for this course. Cause when I do get into industry and I apply for a job, I can say that, oh, I have experience in this mic. Um so I rented out so I rented out like the normal reporter's mic that you Mm. see on TV. Mm -hmm. And then I rented out two radio mics that is the same it's the same concept as the DJI, but this one you kind of have to plug it into a recorder. So a Zoom, Zoom H five you see that right? I'm on I'm on yeah, and then what's ex- um I'm excited about this one stereo mic that I you that I borrowed. It's this huge mic with like a dead rat. Yung parang dead floppy cat. thing. Dead cat. Dead cat pala. <laughs> <laughs> Dead rat. Dead cat. Okay, sorry, dead cat. With okay, a <laughs> dead. cat. With a dead cat. I'm excited to use it for like um recording sound sa room. Hindi yeah. kasi yung pang voice talaga. It's I more it. like. Recording the sound, let's say when you're near, um, when you're in a, what do you call this? A computer room or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yung parang to pick up those little sounds. So, pero malakisya. So man. it's not stealth. <laughs> it's not stealth, man. right? Yeah. So super excited na ako gamitin yung mga mics na yun. So mm. I get what you feel. Mm.
2: You, you, yeah, man. Uh, so yeah, that's our where you've been. Uh, shall we wapao to our first TT? Wapow. okay let's talk about uh let's talk about the insurance thing so there was a okay. financial advisor uh from well I'll just say it here said, Pru Life UK uh her name was Nina uh Nina Santos she posted on Facebook a post that went viral uh for I would say the wrong reasons uh she was sharing What was supposed to be, I'm guessing, proof that her job was like she did. She did a great job because she was able to help get a death claim for a family Mm -hmm. that bought insurance through her. Uh, But the way that it was presented in the uh, in her post, it was not well received. So I won't read the whole post, but basically it was something it went like this. Yesterday was one of the most unforgettable and meaningful days in my life at Life UK. My first death claim was approved. That was the emoji, the praying hands that's supposed to be actually a yeah. high five. Diba? And then there's just like a picture. There were like pictures of her. kind of It was like basically she was like celebrating that the claim was approved. But also it felt like it was in bad taste because, you know, it's a death claim. It's not something it to is. really be celebrating. And along with that, because, you know, financial advisors, they, they usually support. Uh, their fellow advisors, a lot of fellow financial advisors posted similar kind of posts doing similar things like with heart emojis, like three months lang din yung akin, blah, mm. blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And people are saying that it should not have been done this way. It was very insensitive. Yeah. And what are your thoughts so, on
1: this? Actually, what I saw was the post of... um this person on Facebook, mm-hmm. his name is Ferdinand Estrella. Yes. And, um, the, the core, the whole message of his Facebook post is kind of saying that, you know, we should self-reflect mm-hmm. when it comes to posting these kinds of posts, because I think at the, the heart of the message of the, um, Facebook posts of these financial advisors, it is celebrating a career, um, goal. That they have Mm -hmm. It is just like you said In bad taste And in this post of Ferdinand He did say that maybe the company Can have some sensitivity training For their insurance agents Mm -hmm. Because it is kind of A complex subject Yeah, Because yes you are Celebrating your career goal Mm -hmm. But To somebody's expense Obviously somebody died And it is still a human being It is somebody's father, mother, brother, sister, mm-hmm. and for you to put it in these words and to just, um, kumbaga parang, parang dine-detach mo yung sarili mo from that death. I kind of, I, I'm a little bit iffy with that. Yeah. Because was- honestly, honestly, for me, sorry, I'm um, sorry to cut you off, but no, honestly, no. for me, when I, um applied for life insurance. It did kind of feel when they were discussing the terms of my insurance, it mm. did kind of feel um ano bang tawag mo sa term? antiseptic. Antiseptic.
2: Anti- <laughs> antiseptic. You mean you mean
1: <laughs> yung, parang, yung um they just talk about it like it's a thing. So and- death and tamang thermo. And
2: di ko, actually ko but I kind of know where you're coming. You know from.
1: what? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> they were telling me na parang when your limbs are cut off, this Yun. is what you get. When yeah. two fingers are cut off, this is what you get. Okay. And <laughs> when I was talking to my financial advisor, uh, okay. ko spaghetti. <laughs> so parang nung niya when it comes to that, and mm. for them to talk about it that way, I get it because it's their job. They do it every single day. Yeah, Dubai. I get and, it. And I don't know for you. Um, do you think that you agree with Ferdinand, who says that you know they can have some sensitivity training? And how? What do you think can change?
2: Yeah, the sensitivity training I think would be a good thing. But for me, it's just more common sense. Like you don't really do that in all aspects of life. You don't kind of ever mm. put some sort of celebratory thing when at someone else's expense. But the the, the sentence here that really catches my attention from Ferdinand is. The issue here is not because he's not criticizing the the insurance because for me I, and I've and I've hosted for insurance companies before. And the thing that I really am, I see that I, I see that people are really passionate about is helping people. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. And that's yeah. why I think that insurance companies, you know, whether you agree with them or not, they're doing a good service. Right. But the issue yeah. is the predatory and insensitive marketing practices. And you know what? It's not all insurance agents. I just want to make that clear. It's not everyone. Yeah, But I'm sure you have a friend, a relative out there that posts on their social media and maybe they're a financial advisor. And you know what they mm. post, man? The stuff that they post is kung sana nalang kumuha kayo ng insurance, you would have made a claim. I know somebody mm. that died and they didn't get the insurance that was offered. They could have had this much. Like that shit is like kicking somebody when they're down. And it's and mm, it yeah. and it instills fear tactics. And I get that maybe that's what sells. And you know what? Sometimes a lot of these advisors work on commission and mm. and so, so to- so to- din yung commission eh. So I get why sometimes they fall into these tactics of using these words and these phrases and these these like visual imagery of mm. you better get now or you're gonna regret it. That shit is like a little bit threatening. You know what I mean? It's a little ominous <laughs> for me. Uh, and that's the only thing I don't really stand with on that. But for me, there's nothing wrong with insurance and nothing wrong, especially like Pru Life. I've hosted for them before. They're very, they were very great to me. And, you know, I see what yeah. they, the stuff they do. I, I, I give them props for it, but mm-hmm. not just Pru Life, but all financial advisors. If you go down that route where you're more concerned about hitting targets and you're more concerned about, look what I've done as an insurance that has mm-hmm. made your life mm-hmm. better rather than I hope that your life is better because I was able to help rather than look what yeah. I done for you. And I'm proud of myself for doing this for you. It's like you're patting yourself on the back. And I think that's what exactly. the original post kind of felt like, whether it was intentional or not. uh, It's still not the way to go about it. Yunlang, I mean, mm-hmm. that's just my final thoughts on it. And yeah, it's, You know, I think even some FAs will uh, um, agree with me. There's a little bit of, uh, I would say, like a cult mentality sometimes behind certain Mm. practices. And I think that's something that they should stay away from because.
1: And that's. Yeah. Yeah. No, no,
2: that's it. I mean, that's just what I'm saying. Like, sometimes it becomes like a hive mind of we are doing you a service like it. I know it sounds weird. Like, it's hard for me to kind of put into words, but it sounds like look at what we're doing. Here's
1: the thing. Here's the thing. I don't, I feel like, yeah, you do have a point, but I feel like when they do make these posts on Facebook, mm. maybe for me ah, parang iniisip ko lang na maybe that's not really what they're thinking no. but like you said it is already a practice that yeah. they see from other people mm, definitely Kasi I mean it, sida, na, they don't mean the to parang medyo nakasanayan be that yeah, yeah yeah
2: yeah that's exactly what I'm saying yeah. like they that's just probably how they see what is if effective I'm sure they mm. don't have evil in their hearts you know I'm not saying mm. like this is something exactly. that they're doing on intentionally but it's the way that the industry works and of course you go along you go with the flow and you see that mm-hmm. this is worked for one of your friends and they were able to get 10 new you know uh, policies signed because of this mm-hmm. kind of post of course sasama din it eh. but mm-hmm. maybe in lang just kind of reflect on Maybe the emojis you use and the wording yeah. probably. And the hashtags. And the
1: hashtags, right? The hashtags are kind of like, I am a little bit uncomfortable with that. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, in yeah. in the same post for you to have a hashtag and say that somebody died. Yeah. It's a little weird. Yeah. It's a little weird. Yeah. A little weird. So... But overall, Um, I just want
2: to, you know, be clear. I have nothing against insurance agencies and everything. I think that like, you know, it's very important to have insurance, especially like Mm -hmm. a lot of these insurance things also have financial investments along with it. Right. So do your research. And I think it's a good thing to put your money into if you if you really like do your due diligence. So just, just to make it clear, I <laughs> It, it <laughs> must be so. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> Definitely. We don't we're not painting, you know, people who work in the insurance. Not at all. Industry not at
2: all. They're the nicest people. Life. They're they're so nice. They the ones are. that I work with. It's, they're really nice.
1: I, I'm guessing, I guess at for me, just looking at it, it must be such a complicated thing for you to attach emotion onto it every single time. Mm. Because it's your job. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. yeah you I know how, how sometimes you you feel like Papa no You know how do doctors work when they see or when they encounter death all the time? Because parang yung mga non. I'm not familiar,
2: mga at least from family members. Hindi tayo sila
1: na, na mamatay. No no
2: no no. <laughs> <laughs> ben, That was a good one. You're witty, huh? No yeah. when I asked like, do you ever get affected by you know yeah. a patient dying That's my question. yeah and and most of the time parang they understand that it's just a it happens of course, though it's mm-hmm. not easy, but uh, I guess you're you're in the in the world long enough, it just becomes mm-hmm. something that happens, right I mean yeah. they show that kind of thing in in. Doctor shows all the time. You watch Grey's Anatomy, right? The new person who's there sees someone dies and they get affected, and then the, the senior Bro, doctor comes in and says, you know, like it happens. Di ba, ganun? Di ba usually my scene na ganun? Feeling
1: ko ano uh, maling reference yung Grey's Anatomy because oh, I anyway, feel I've like every single it, patient, but... <laughs> every single patient that they have in on Grey's Anatomy, they have some sort of relationship. Ah, with
2: okay, yun palang. Okay. <laughs> <Yung> you isang
1: <laughs> pina kasalannya <niye> oh, <laughs> while on their deathbed. Oh, dude. there we
2: go, man. <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you know I get I mean. yeah, I get but, what you uh, mean. But uh, any more thoughts on this, Rika G?
1: Um, um, not so much. I okay. think it's really more of like an internal thing that they need to to um address. you know address. Mm. Um, but yeah, looking at the looking at the comments and everything, I feel like the, the these comments are just kind of like it's part of it. Because yeah. when something goes viral, obviously people will comment. Napaka mm. actually si ng
0: you nah,
1: know, these um, are take these... everything with a, yeah, take yeah. everything with a grain of salt, guys. True that. True that. And True think that. about it also. Think about it. It's, it's you know, it's a whole complex thing for mm-hmm. me.
2: Mm-hmm. I get it. All right. Uh Shall we WAPOW to our next TT? Wapow. All right. Let's talk about complex. Yes. This actually happened uh early on in the month. So I think a week before or like a week and a half ago, but we we didn't talk about it. But I feel like it's something that is relevant not only because of this event itself but just events being held in the Philippines in general uh mm-hmm. this was uh, called Conquest 2023 so conquest if you don't know it was established actually uh in 2017 uh it was a high school I, I this is something i just found out while reading the article today it started as a high school project in Iloilo did you know that
1: oh wow yeah
2: and from uh an origin of i think like 700 attendees uh, the total number of attendees that actually got in, and that's a little preface of what we're going to talk about, actually got in uh, was up to 33,000 people, which happened early on this month. But the big issue, Rika G., with Conquest 2023... Was uh, there? They oversold the tickets, and there, the there was no organization or structure really with lines. And uh, I know you read somewhere that there was rude staff also involved, mm-hmm. and apparently they had so, oversold it by almost like double. That's what they're saying. So
1: did they sell seventy thousand tickets? I believe that is so. the question.
2: I I think so because I mean you wouldn't go there if you didn't have tickets. Uh, apparently there were at mm-hmm. least sixty thousand people. That we're trying to get into an event like Yunnan was planned for only thirty thousand people, and a lot of the lines. If you see videos, there's a lot of videos that went viral online. I saw this mostly on TikTok, but on TikTok, uh, mostly on Twitter, but on TikTok, videos of people who were passing out because the, the lines were outdoors, like out the doors, literally, right. and. You know, when it comes to these kinds of events, it's not it's not anything that's new. I mean, even Asia Pop Comic Con way back a few years ago also had similar issues. Why do you think before we actually delve into like, you know, what we can do to fix this? Why do you think so many of these cons and these these events and these expos are not prepared? Why do you think that is?
1: Um, I, I'm i not sure I can answer that question, but I feel like in, in my head, is it more of is it more of like a like a production problem? you know what I mean like internal problem like
2: it's like they did mm-hmm. not plan to did they did but, they think that it wouldn't succeed enough
1: but then again, why would you because you know that these halls these event places they do have capacity, yeah, they have capacity mm. so you parang napapaisip lang ako na parang wouldn't you follow that capacity that number
2: mm-hmm. that
1: you have na parang okay this hall only houses 30,000 people Yeah. ba mm. so i'm i'm not sure if if yeah maybe like you said they're thinking maybe they're they're not confident that a lot of people will come but then again it's a big it's a huge um con mm-hmm. so I mean, um, conference, hindi <laughs> con. like. Yeah. Conference.
2: Conference. Uh, but I mean, I guess no. that's what that was one of the like the play on words that people were using. They people felt cheated out of you know the event. They some walked people are right saying, into it. Dude. Yeah. Some people weren't <laughs> saying that. It, some people were saying that it wasn't normally actually an issue of overselling. Mm. It was more that in terms of planning, because the event itself, the 2023 Conquest, had five venues within their three day. It was right. a three day event. But I guess the the team did not anticipate that most people would only stay probably in one venue. Because uh, for those who don't know what Conquest is, they just had a lot of like streamers, gamers, basically pop anime culture kind of stuff. You know, people yes. who are into all those kinds of things. There and were a lot of It's a big there, there industry
1: now. There were
2: big names, esports names as well. Uh, That were there. So, of course, you know, you have so many people that are going. And if you've ever been to any, like I've been to Comic-Con, there's only there are some other places in Comic-Con, other smaller halls and whatever. Mm -hmm. But those are more niche. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like, for example, Marvel and Disney and all those would be in Hall uh, Hall 20 or whatever. Hall H is what they call it, I think, where that's where most people would want to go. So hmm. they did not anticipate that maybe people would only go to one or two. So that's why there was a lot of congestion as well and a lot of confusion. And ko um, kasi
1: in- the seven the all the tickets, like the seventy thousand tickets that apparently were sold, mm-hmm. it's can you come in like any day? Cause if I need to aren't they going to sell a number of tickets per day per
2: day. Yeah. That right? to me, I'm not sure I was reading through the articles. I, I couldn't really clarify because I didn't go myself. So I I, I wouldn't mm. be able to speak on that. But it seems to be that people who weren't able to get in in day one and day two da, w- uh, were issued uh, a badge or whatever to be able to go to day three. So maybe it was a, uh, maybe it was just an open, like, thing. Like, if you had a badge for the day, you could go in. Suguro kuku nilangin ticket or it's a stamp or something. But right. I don't know for sure. But one thing that I do know is that, uh, for 2022, Dao, last year, there were a lot more signages and, uh, they were placed in strategic areas, Dao, according to Phil Star and the people who kind of were interviewed. This this year, so a lot of things were also missed. So people weren't able to find the right venue. Uh there was also no baggage counter this year apparently, and there the resting area that was just a floor instead of an entire room with actual chairs. Last year there were chairs for waiting and resting. Mm-hmm. This year wala And if you see the videos on TikTok, you'll see all these people inaka anime Oh yeah.
1: And they're just
2: fucking sprawled out on the floor. It looks uncomfortable as fuck. And yeah, I mean, it's just it was just not it was a failure of an event. And he was even acknowledged by the the guy behind Conquest. Uh he he tweeted and saying that, you know, they failed he he failed he failed everybody. And mm. that he Here's... wanted to do it well, but they didn't.
0: Mm.
1: Here's the thing. So I've been seeing comments saying that, you know, obviously it's a common saying that um there's no such thing as bad publicity. Right. Mm-hmm. Or bad publicity is still publicity. Yes. Right. So do you think that this kind of put them in the limelight, obviously right now in a bad light? Yeah. But probably making it a bigger thing for next year.
2: Possibly. I mean, for me, I'll be honest with you, I'd never heard of conquest until this happened. Mm-hmm. The thing is, maybe I'm not the market for conquest. That's why I never heard of it. But I feel like I would be because I I, I know most I, I know a lot of the, yeah. the big names that came. But for the for me, it's not good for the people that went this year, obviously, because those yeah. are the ones that they were really, they they really were excited to go and if I had gone that year or for example, I've, I've been to like events where they hold something every year. And I remember I forgot what it was. Uh, I don't want to name drop something just in case I got it wrong. But I went to an event one year. I really enjoyed it. The next year I went again and it was very disappointing and I never went again. So maybe mm. to answer your question, it could go either way. It could attract new people for next year. But the true fans that have been going maybe year after year, Baka, no, baka wala, wala oh, it next must year, be diba?
1: so disappointing. Especially yeah. for those
2: who started in 2017 in Iloilo. Ilo. Imagine if you had attended their first one and you were going every year. And then finally you get to this year and it just, it's like a shit cluster shit. <laughs> cluster shit. Cluster fuck. Then, I mean, hopefully they can fix it. But I don't know if, if, What they can do, what can be enough for them to win back the trust of the people that they let down this year? Mm -hmm. You know, we just have to wait and see. Uh, Have you been to any sort of conference or thing that was just out of control? Like nobody knew what was happening?
1: Oh, gosh. I don't think so. I am not. Parang feeling ko kasi, these things, I, I stay away from them. <laughs> like okay. big crowds and everything. Right. Up, uh, unless, unless lang talaga like invited ako, or I have a job to do there. It's like, mm. it's like definitely, it's not something that I know. That's you something know not doing. something that oh, I would okay. do. Not <laughs> something well, that I would That's something that I would I will kind say of, like,
2: that, I will say though that the, uh, in terms of the number of people that went, it just goes to show that, you know, the Philippines is, is like, we're down for big there's cons.
1: A, yeah, there's a know? market there. Yeah,
2: like I know Comic Con is the 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 king of all like comic book, movie, anime, whatever conferences or whatever in the world. But it feels like Philippines could be a hot pot, a up hot there. spot, right up there yeah. for any sort of con. So if there are international, you know, companies or whatever that plan on making a big con in Asia, Philippines is definitely a place to be. I just don't know if we have the infrastructure because in eh, like the SMX, this was done at SMX if I'm not mistaken, mm. and it's pretty big. But I is there any bigger? I guess Philippine Arena, but San San nowhere else. But
1: Philippine Arena, well, sabagay they can make their own halls. Like, yeah. they can divide mm. it into like, but then again, I don't think it's made for that. It's made for like big crowds. Con, yeah, and, concerts and shit. Diba? Mm. Concerts and stuff.
2: It's a pain, man. Oh, man. Uh, but any more thoughts, I guess, for you, Kaji, on Conquest 2023?
1: None. I'm excited I'm... for the next T. Oh yeah,
2: pow? I know you're What fan. Of, I know you're a fan of SB90. I know you yes. you uh you not recently but you got into them uh when they when they came out with their you know with their first few hits here in the Philippines. Yes.
1: Uh we're talking about SB19 and um actually I saw this whole issue on Twitter. And it only says here that um I only saw the hashtag support local artists. And I do. I do. I support local artists. It's just that there's this whole issue surrounding them and it started in the program of show it's Showtime. And there is this contestant um from it's Showtime who requested to dance, you know, the new song of SB19 Gento. So they asked to play the song but I think the whole issue here was okay I'm just going to tell you what happened first mm-hmm. um, Vice Kanda commented in like a joking way saying that na sila. and then Anne Curtis also kind of like um, um, went after that saying that yeah, um, talaga, hindi ba good promo yon, mm-hmm. you know, for the music industry saying that, you know, playing the song would be a good promotion for them. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and then they did continue saying, or and continued saying, na, may ganung fee pala sila. Mm-hmm. And then that sparked the conversation, um, with people saying that, you know, you should support local artists when they do ask for fees. And, There are a couple of, um, there are a couple of articles that did discuss the issue of, um, music royalties. Royalties, yeah. And yeah, it kind of explained it well, actually. This is an article that I saw from medium.com who described that, you know, music royalties, it's a whole thing. It's a whole complex thing. Um, that, you know, there are record labels and music distributors where they, there's a payment to be made for, you know people who own the music, and it's their right to ask for payment. But it's also it also depends on how long you're going to play the song, where it's going to be played, how famous is the song right now? And you do know that it is pretty pretty yeah. big. Mm-hmm. The song it mm-hmm. is it's it's one a of their, banger, um,
2: by the way. That's a great. It's a banger, song, dude, bro.
1: My yeah. favorite is
2: the guy with a deep voice. I don't. I'm sorry, I don't know the SB19 yeah. members, but he goes he like,
1: "Canyon." No, 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 no,
2: no, no. Galing is so cool, man of so Jim Banger. I,
1: so yeah, they do have, you know, this is one of their biggest songs right now that they that they released. And in this article that I saw from medium.com, they did say that it's possible that they have an ex, uh, SB19, it's possible that they have an exclusive license for their song. Mm-hmm. So, they have every right to ask for payment for playing their song especially on such a big um show or program for its showtime. And I think I think one of the issues here is how may, they made it so jokingly. Yeah. Na parang pa nila na right. Bakit si, you know, they're asking for payment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, I get it. Which is
1: so, which is also a little bit, um, which is also a little bit confusing because I do know that Anne supports SB19. Because SB19, they showed up in her uh, concert one, one time. And so I think they're, both they're
2: shoppy ambassador. <laughs> yeah. They know so I don't
1: know, they're collaborators, <laughs> yeah, they're yeah, in yeah, the yeah. same industry. Mm. And nakaka, I guess for me, it's just a little sad for them to actually be questioning why they need to pay these musicians when yeah. they're you know, they're an artist themselves.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, if you if you watch the video, Baez, themselves, there yeah. was a the reason why it went like that, there's a staff member. Who informed uh, Vice uh, mm-hmm. like Bawal Dao? So mm-hmm. I think what what Vice and Anne could have done there was maybe highlight the highlight Yunya the respect or not respect uh support local artists in that sense instead of going down the route of baket sila ganun barang baket sila snob in a sense that's the that's the mm-hmm. tone that that happened it could have been like Ayaw, nga pala we uh remember that we have to support local artists and if they you know i don't know i don't know what they could have done you know of yeah. course i'm sure vice and Anne would probably have been able to do it well if they went down that route but they should have mm-hmm. said something along the lines of you know we have to yeah we have to respect that that's what they are asking for and exactly yeah so saying saying uh,
1: parang what yeah what happened because it's more of like a mockery na parang yeah. bakit mm-hmm. anong feeling nila ang laki ba art artist ganun mm-hmm questioning their whole existence as an artist. It, it is so but for me, it's a little sad for me to, you know, to see that, especially in the industry that they they're in. They're both
2: in. Yeah. And I saw yeah. a lot of uh, artists, like local artists on Twitter show voice their uh, support for SB19 by tweeting similar things like pay pay your artists, uh respect local artists. Uh, artists like uh, sam Concepcion and quest but then here's what happened rika g so people took like quote tweeted sam conception quote tweeted quest with pictures of them performing on showtime and kind of bashing them saying but look you actually went on showtime look you actually played your music there but i don't think that was the right uh, like rebuttal to that i i think yeah. that what That's sam it. and quest were doing was like they really believe that you should support local artists And they went there willingly, I'm guessing, to promote, right? Like, yeah, definitely. So, parang maling tinatarget nila. I I don't Mm know. It just felt weird. A weird, a weird.
1: Obviously, when artists go on Showtime or any other like big programs on TV, Mm -hmm. they're willing to do that. That is something that they're willing to do. I don't know for free or for such a small amount because they know what the, you know, the, the, power and the audience the power of the audience that they have right yeah. mm-hmm. in its showtime um, but in this case I think kasi ito wala namang, wala namang kaso yung wala namang yung SB19 dune. Eh. they didn't actually like personally say no it's more of just their right as an artist it is their legal right mm-hmm. that they ask for payment that they do have payment na parang yeah. for them to downplay Payment, quote unquote, na parang nagiging um uh, madamot lang sila. Yeah. I think it's just that's the wrong message to portray to their audience, to their yeah. big audience that mm-hmm. they have in its Showtime. And honestly, honestly, for me, if you guys look at the you know the songs that they have right now and the effort that they're that they're putting into promoting all their songs, you know, they're up there. Us oh, yeah. in, and I do remember. <laughs> yeah, I remember. You know what? Ko kasi, na, ko. I I saw this one TikTok where they, um, where they went out of a car like a van in Araneta or something. tapos mm-hmm. parang Luma sila sa van as they stuck something on the wall. I think it's for promotion of their song. Mm-hmm. Um tapos obviously dun sa part ng Araneta na yun, walang tao. Kasi mm-hmm. they're probably shooting that video for for a TikTok or for an Instagram story. Tapos yung mga tao ko comment na, "Bakit sila nag acting na pinagkakaguluhan sila? Sino basila Wala namang tao na nandiyan." And mm-hmm. people are commenting back, "Actually sikat sila, guys. Yeah, relax." Yeah, for real. They probably just like went to that part of the venue. Para, wala para ibang tao. So oh. they can para tayimik, so they can shoot their video. Yeah. Parang ako na, why do people downplay local artists? Mm-hmm. Filipino artists. Actually, to say local artists nga for me. Yeah. Um, I get it. It has, um, a, it has for me, a weird
2: connotation. It has a that.
1: weird uh, connotation. Filipino artists, you yeah. know, musicians. These are musicians. So um yeah and i think it's also it's bad. not
2: just just musicians just to kind of go off mm. of that note since we only have a few minutes left um on our zoom call <laughs> is that when it comes to uh acting as well for example uh, i i was able to work in a project on a commercial before with this guy he's a phil am guy he came here and he used to do like tv shows in the states he had minor roles and whatever but the thing that i learned about that was even if you did a tv show years back he gets royalties aka residuals right mm. uh if you ever seen dante bosco who plays the voice of zuko uh, in avatar yeah. he has this whole series on tiktok where he opens up his residual checks and he he gets money from projects he did like in the 90s in the early 2000s and that doesn't really exist here for mm. for actors so imagine even in the music scene whenever a song is played on whatever uh like a tv show I'm sure I think they just get like a one time fee, but there's no residuals every time that thing is played, et cetera, et cetera. And I think that just goes to show how far back we are in terms of keeping up with the what should be the standard for not just singers, but artists and everything to get what they're due you know, yeah. if their work is used.
1: Yeah, it's also so um I really can't understand that whole concept na nila yung SB19 for them asking for royalties, for money to be played, mm-hmm. um for money for their song to be played on their program. Because I'm sure them as artists, artistas, you know, to be on something, they need to be paid. Yeah. Diba?
2: yeah. And it makes you question did, did Showtime not know that? Like they play a lot of big songs are they not paying the artists for you know you know what I mean and, like I and si not
1: mismo and mm. sila mismo when they go to an event when they show up for an event they get paid, di ba?
2: Yeah, appearance fee. Parang, appearance fee is also
1: niba. Yeah, exactly. So, parang napapaisip lang ako why the mockery yeah. all of a sudden I na parang guess. tin-downplay nila kasi quote-unquote local artist. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. just so and actually, you I don't know where I saw this video but I do remember seeing it online Um, explaining why there is this um, there is this connotation na parang pag-local artist or local music or Filipino music, baduy, quote-unquote. Mm. Tapos, I saw, because, ba, you, you kind of, um, you kind of like hear those themes sometimes, eh, na parang papaisip ka, bakit pag sinabi mo na may gusto kang um, song that's in Filipino, mm-hmm. iniisip ng mga friends mo, bakit badui? Yeah. ba? Yeah. Tapos, um, I think, somebody um, explained it in a video, na parang it started out in this, in this whole era back in the i not know 2000s or 90s or something na parang yung um songs like filipino songs parang naakibat siya into comedy parang parang it was partnered with comedy na Filipino songs are partnered with comedy parang yo, yo, y- ganun
2: yeah parang ganun yun exactly
1: eh. yes. ganun mm. na parang pinagtatawa na nalang siya when you play like a, a Tagalog song and stuff like that which is kind of like something that na, napaisip ako oh nga no like yeah, ocho ocho, ba ocho ba? I mean, ocho lang? ocho
2: spaghetti song i mean these are big songs but we know that like it's 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 a humorous it's a humorous song it I mean, is people make it. so jokes parang
1: napaisip hale. ako when did that shift happen? Because I do remember, like, the OPM industry before. As in, grabe The concerts that we have, you know, the alternative bands like Kamikaze, Paroke ni Edgar and everything. Like, up until now, they're big. Pero yeah. bakit parang for me... And especially in their in their heyday before mm-hmm. nung sila, grabe, they were super big. Like yeah, I would yeah. go to a concert, I would pay for a ticket, mm-hmm. diba? Pero nga shift. when people put out songs right now, that's in Tagalog. Bakit biglang mm. And yeah. I I don't know. There yeah, must be some sort of music
2: be... musical historian that has done some sort of exact pieces on yeah. it, and that would be a really interesting audio documentary to produce, are huh?
1: Dude, you huh? just
2: gave me a freaking on, idea. Write it down, friend. Like I ba? think that, that is a great uh that's a great closing point as well to this, you know? Like I think you respect local artists, give them what they're due, and just I guess a call to action to all are uh, you know, don't underpay them either, right? What can you know? Low ball. <laughs> it happens all the time for can I just say, everybody.
1: Speaking of speaking of um Filipino artists, can I just say the new song of Al James? And um, zacta Buldo. It Dabuldo. is a banger.
2: Yeah, I like that yeah. song. I have it on it's, my it's, list.
1: Dude, uh, what's the song again?
2: Uh, oh hold on, gosh. let me pull it up. But there's another song that I also like uh, called Uhao by Dilao. I don't know if it's new, but I ha- heard it on yung mga parang top hits Philippines. That song's a banger too. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah.
1: Gusto. Gusto, there, there Gusto. it is. Gusto is the song by Zakta Budlo. Sorry, Zakta Budlo and Al James. And actually, I think they just released their uh, music video recently. Oh, I haven't seen it. So yet. go watch that. Listen to it. It's a banger, dude. Ang ganda. The, Tasi alam is oh,
2: killing it man, that guy is dude, killing it.
1: I, can you imagine yung yung um, yung voice ni Zactabullo, de ba? Yung parang mm-hmm. very sweet, mm-hmm. romantic. Tasi bilang si Al James, sobrang babat <laughs> ng <nung> bosses <voices> niya. <laughs> yeah. And then it's a rap, dude. It is such a good song. Please listen to it I and listen to SB19 songs. Yeah.
2: Gento, man, if you just if you need a gym uh, upbeat song to lift weights to,
1: get it. It's the that
2: one. is it, That's
1: the dude. one.
2: And that is the podcast. Uh, let's talk about your YouTube channel. I know, did you upload anything new this week?
1: Um, just on YouTube Shorts, go check it out. We've been uploading a bunch on YouTube Shorts, and I know that nobody really goes to the YouTube channel of somebody or to watch the YouTube Shorts. You watch on YouTube Shorts, so just like if you happen to see our climbs on YouTube, then. If you like just like random vlogs, do you want to watch while you're cooking or, you know, showering or something? Yes. <laughs> um, go <laughs> yes. watch. And that's it. How about yeah.
2: You? Uh, nothing really. Uh, just make sure to tune in next week because uh, starting next week, we have a, an exciting campaign. We're partnering. We have Yay! a sponsor. So uh, we're excited for that. But of course, just, uh, I guess, a call to action to please give us five stars if you made it this far. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that, You enjoyed the podcast and do tell your friends, um, I don't know. I mean tell your friends long. Just tell your friends.
1: Yeah, uh, and um listen. five star I mean, yeah, on Spotify, Spotify guys. Spotify
2: or Apple. I think Apple Podcast. I don't know. Do they have a, I think I they th- have a star system too, right?
1: I think they do. Yeah. Baka yeah. ten
2: stars do So give us ten stars. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, puede.
2: Uh, follow us everywhere. Hala Hala, the Halala Hala show everywhere. Uh except for Instagram where it's just Halala Hala show. We also have a Facebook group called the Hala, Hala Show. Let your fam. And we've actually kind of been posting a little bit more there. And and there's people who always discuss the most recent mix in there. So you can participate in as well as we like to call, you know, a conversation. Start a conversation on there. And email us at show at gmail.
1: I miss emails. Yeah, email us. I miss emails. Please email us.
2: Yeah, thehalalashow at gmail.com. And that's it, man. We'll see you next week. and extra Mm -hmm. song.
1: Do toot
2: do toot do